All right. Well, uh, we're back again uh, with with the show, mm-hmm. and and we got some fun stuff. Some actually some actually pretty cool stuff to talk about today. Some new tech and and some yeah. some new. I mean, it's. I think we're just talking about tech. Um, maybe some other it's stuff will be thrown into. Tech episode. Yeah, it's a tech tech technological episode um and so i mean yeah let's just let's just get into it Um, do you want to quick start off with that Reddit question? Yeah, hit me with it. Okay. This is asked by a user, I sometimes breathe. And they ask, if there was a zombie apocalypse, what do you think the ask Reddit questions would be like? So what, so what kind of questions would people come to Reddit to ask if the zombie apocalypse would, would start? Right, so I have had the advantage of though I though I'm not on Reddit, I do get exposure to ask Reddit questions every week. Yes, you do. So there there is some merit to what I say. Um, I've seen a lot of a lot of things on uh, Reddit that are kind of like advice mm-hmm. or almost life hacks. Oh yeah, life hacks. So yeah. I think it'd be a lot of life hacked questions because they're going to be a lot new life hacks if yeah. there are zombies. It's a whole different game. We gotta, yeah, pretty much like definitely it's going to be zombie oriented. Um, it's kind of like when the pandemic happened, all you got was pandemic. Uh, so I think Reddit would light up with questions like, what do I do if my girlfriend's mom becomes a zombie and she loves her but i've always hated this woman and and now now i get to kill her yeah how do Do i not show it how do i not show that i am happy that she's dead now how how do i how do i kill her tastefully so that she doesn't know that i killed her mother yeah or or (laughs) what do i do surrounded by zombies right now and then like five minutes later you get the update oh never mind just got bit gonna be dead in a while yeah that's like those advice shows podcasts where they ask for immediate help like immediate like hey guys in a sticky situation probably will die soon what do i do it's like my plumber's a zombie i did not realize this when i hired him (laughs) he said he'd get the plumbing done first but i'm very scared or like uh (laughs) Do I leave the house? <laughs> and then you'll probably just have like some questions that are just, so how do I make pasta? What do I need to do? Mm. Mm-hmm. So I also think that we need to consider the um, the the type of zombies they are. Are you familiar? Mm. I watched a movie not too long ago. It was called The Girl with All the Gifts. Okay. And it's about fungus zombies. Right. I haven't seen that movie, but I do know about like fungus type zombies from the Last of Us game. So yeah, so what if like 
somehow fungus starts growing on all the internet providers. So like AT&T and Spectrum, Spectrum and Comcast, yeah, yeah. they all become fungal plants. Okay. We wouldn't have Reddit anymore. Yeah, I think I think once Reddit falls, that's that's when the end is near. When Reddit falls, that is our the end of our civilization. Yeah, civilization will so, come to an end. So it's not like they are uh, codependent, but they are tellers of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we don't need Reddit for society, nor society for Reddit. But if Reddit were to fall, the only reason would be because society has fallen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why anarchy's stupid. I don't. I don't get anarchy. <laughs> anarchy arguments. Like anarchists still use roads. Anarchists still need to pee in public places. Anarchists still go to the hospital. They don't make sense. I don't get the anarchy. Yeah, I think it's just a rebellious youth kind of thing. Probably, but you know, it is what it is. Um, yeah, it is. So you got some new stuff, some new tech stuff. Yeah, I did, I, about... I did say we're talking about tech today. So, so let's say you get you get three options. Okay. Uh, silver, gray, and gold. Rose gold. Rose gold. What do you pick? Probably gray. Gray. You're a gray kind of man. I am mm-hmm. a rose gold fella. Yeah, I'm. I'm all about that. That like pink little tint. My iPad's the same way. I mm-hmm. love the rose gold. I asked for the rose gold whenever I bought the phone, but they didn't have one. Um, uh, so my iPhone. So I almost have the triple. You almost have the rose iPhone, gold collection. Yeah, the rose gold triple threat of iPad, iPhone, and MacBook, but iPhone. I gotta get my next iPhone. Is totally gonna be rose. Anyway, the new one that we have is the MacBook Air. Yes. And I think that and, they recently updated that this year, I believe, earlier this year. Yeah, the cost was, I went the, for the cheapest one, the smallest one. Mm-hmm. Pretty much my reasoning was I wanted a new keyboard to type on. I'm a writer, uh, yeah, and yeah. I write. I write a lot. Just to give you the kind of, um, like, the caliber at which I write. I write every day. And yesterday, I wrote for 17 minutes, okay? And I wrote 528 words in that time. That's, so that's a good two pages. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you, what you, I wanted to do was get a new keyboard. Uh, and that, and I actually did my typing on the new keyboard last. And it is very, just for something new, because uh, I like to switch it up. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to have like access to the internet that did not have access to things like social media. Okay. Um, so I can't, so it's less likely for me to be distracted on this because like, I simply don't know how to set up things like, uh, like I don't know how to download apps to this very well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't see myself. Hopefully I don't download a game like league of legends to it because that would, a hundred percent spoil its purpose it, it is its purpose is to be a laptop like a lap on my lap top like a work in get some a work working, done laptop. get some work done and shit yeah and i love the writing that i've done on this so far 
Um, I guess what I will say about it, it's so beautiful. I love how I, I changed the settings so that the background will change every 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think I have that. Apple backgrounds, Apple backgrounds are tight. They, they are pretty they do nice. Good job. Yeah. And I'm guessing that like whenever the whenever it updates, it will also update the screensavers. Who knows? They'll probably they usually like add like they rotate them in and out with each update. So add new ones, remove old ones, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't feel the need to like get my own screensavers. I might, you know, I might look into it more and like add some of my own pictures to the rotation. But I like how it's sitting right now. Yeah, I have the Um, the Google Home Hub, which is a Google Home or yeah, that's Google Home with a screen. Right. And I have, you know, from my, you know, past four years of photos of going on vacations and trips. And so I have a rotation of a bunch of photos from like scenic areas that I've taken photos of rotating. There's like 60 photos that rotate every, I don't know how, how it might be every hour, every 30 minutes. I'm not too sure. But yeah. It's, well, so, so with this MacBook, I'm I'm still getting used to the interface because it is much different. MacOS is uh, very different. Yes, it is like the just like the bottom of the screen. Um, it's weird. So I'm still like getting things together. It is weird, it, especially like if you're familiar with if you're familiar with desktop desktop Windows computers. Windows is Windows. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're familiar with the window operating system, which is what they taught us in elementary school, like we didn't get any MacBook exposure in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um. It's kind of it's it's new and and that's something that I like about it is because like I get to new, learn a new system. Mm-hmm. It increases my marketability like dead ass. And so once I get like all of this coordinated, I really like the accessibility to communication that I have. Literally all of my text messages. It doesn't matter if it's a group chat with people who don't have iPhones, I can still text them from my computer. Like I can text anyone from my computer, any phone number from my computer. Yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons why the, I think it's called the Apple ecosystem is a really popular thing, which is just pretty much owning a bunch of different Apple devices. And that's because the, you know, they all kind of intertwine and work together. So you can text on all these devices and like mm-hmm. everything is very cleanly linked up. And that's, that is yeah. a big selling point of, of these Apple devices is. Yeah. Oh, if you have it the Apple, so... if you have the iPhone, get the iPad cause you can do your text on either or get the MacBook or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like all of my things are linked and I don't even have to like press a button to make them linked mm-hmm. or it's, or I did at the store or something like it's something that we already yeah. took care of. Yeah. It's super convenient. So I actually, I wanted to pose you the question. Do you have any questions about this that I perhaps... About a MacBook? The MacBook Air. So yeah, I've never, don't... I've never owned a MacBook. I've used them before. Uh, and I, I've kind of told myself, I, I, I really enjoy Apple products. Um, but, you know, I love the iPad. I love, you know, the Apple Watch iPhone. But the one thing I always told myself never to get is the MacBook or, you know, something that runs Mac OS. And I, I say this for a couple of reasons. And it's because, I mean, A, I, we already talked about it, is I do think the interface is kind of weird. And then B, MacBooks are somewhat limited compared to Windows. Windows laptops, computers can do a lot more. They have a lot more accessibility to different things on the interwebs than Macs. Like what? Um, well, like for what? example, uh, I mean, we've, we've had this 
problem before some like and I, and this is where i come from because i'm a gamer I, I you know i play a lot of games you know we have we have certain games that we can we get on steam or, or on windows and ben who also has a macbook isn't able to get it because it's a macbook you know a lot of, usually when developers start making something for a laptop or computer they prioritize making it for windows first because windows is what's primarily used across the world Right now, you that seems I mean? like the uh, the opposite of phones, because oh, I, I feel that phones are tailored towards iPhones. Yeah, I, applications. It, yeah, it is. It is interesting, and I. Yeah, so the iPhones definitely, I think, at least in America and uh, North America, definitely take control of that whole audience. Now, what uh, and I do say mostly America because. In in a lot of the Asian countries, Android is extremely popular there. You know, Samsung is based in Korea, so I mean, mm-hmm. oh, you know, Korea and India. A lot of a lot of Androids f- phones are used in in uh, the Asian countries, but yeah, in America, I I would say majority of the people own an iPhone, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I know iPhones are really expensive. Like in Europe, they're super expensive. Yeah, yeah, they are very expensive. Other. Now, you um, said there's a new phone coming out. Well, yeah. So a new generation of phones. So uh, Apple is going to be doing an event probably in October where they're going to announce the new iPhones and possibly some new headphones or AirPods um, mm-hmm. and some other stuff. But they did also just recently have an event on September 15th where they announced they updated the base line ipad so the the base model is usually 329 which is really a really good price and they just kind of upgraded the internals a little bit it's uh made it a little bit faster and then the other tablet they upgraded which is the big upgrade that i i see is the ipad air and so with the ipad air currently the ipad pros are the were the only ipads that had like the full screen you know build a lot of the other iPads still had the home button and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, the mine new, still has the home button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the new iPad Air all, takes the same design as the iPad Pro. It's it's close to 11 inches. I think it might be 10.9. Full screen. It doesn't have Face ID like the iPad Pro, but it has a finger uh, power, side power button on the top that you can put your fingerprint on. And it also has a better chip. It's called like the A14 chip than the iPad Pro. So right now, as it stands with the Apple iPad product line, the iPad Air, which starts at $600, which is $200 cheaper than the iPad Pro, the base model iPad Pro, it has mm-hmm. a better internal chip, the the A14, well, I think the iPad Pro is right now the A12, and it's $200 cheaper. And it also mm-hmm. now, it's the it now is usable with the new Apple Pencil 2, which it currently used to not be able to also accessible with the new magic keyboard which is really cool and so the ipad air can do everything that the ipad pro can do plus it has a better chip now the one thing that the ipad pro still does have is a 120 hertz screen which means that it's just super responsive well i think the ipad air i'm not too sure what it has it might be 60 might be 90 but i know it's less than the pro um but yeah the ipad air looks looks super nice right now and the other thing, and this is my complaint also just with Apple, and I think, I, don't, I mean, I, th- I can't really think of other brands that do this, but mainly Apple, where, so the iPad Air comes in five colors, okay? 
It comes in, I, I'm not going to know them all off the top of my head, but I know it comes in like probably the black. They usually have like the, the gray, the dark gray, silver, rose gold, white, a green, and a like sky blue. I don't, they I don't have white. I don't think they do. That's like the silver, the white, I believe. Okay. Okay. Five colors. And three of those colors are pretty cool. The sky blue, the green, and the rose gold. Those are cool colors. Mm-hmm. And the iPad Pro, all the iPad Pro has is the black, white, and and just gold. And this Mm -hmm. also translates to the Pro versions of the iPhone, where the iPhone 11 Pros have black, white, and gold as their their primary colors. And a phone like the iPhone 11, which is cheaper, has black, white, you know, purple, green, yellow, like all these really cool colors. Mm -hmm. And so... It like I I think the fact that Apple is providing these, in my opinion, these really cool color options for your phone or your iPad at a cheaper price is kinda I mean, I, I, I'm happy they do it, but it makes me wonder why don't they do it for the more expensive models? Like if I'm gonna pay more yeah. for the iPhone eleven Pro, why can't I get these cool colors that I could get on the iPhone eleven? And yeah, like well, it's a little sus. Yeah, it's a little sus. And like I said, with the with the iPad Air it's pretty much as good as the iPad Pro and you can get a cool color. Like I would 100% uh-huh. be buying that if I was choosing between the two. Hmm. And so, yeah, I'm just kind of, it really confuses me that Apple doesn't offer these really cool colors for their more mm-hmm. expensive models. You would think, like I would, if I wanted the best of the best, I would want a cool color with it, not black or white or... Do you remember yeah. the iPhone C? I, yes, they had like what was it six or seven colors on that thing? It was they crazy. They had a lot of colors on that. I was really drawn to the iPhone C. Yeah, I, so I did not. yeah, so I, I got think it got out of rotation by the time I needed it. Yeah, so I got the iPhone 11 and I got it in the purple color, and it's so cool. Like it just looks cool. That's all. Like mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say is it just looks cool. Do you um, use a phone case? I did recently get a new phone case um so i had a clear case uh and it broke and so i did buy a new case that isn't clear. I, I roll it up with no case i so i've had this phone for three years i will go no case every now and then i don't usually want to do it too often uh, the main reason why currently i guess i like when i was in college i would go no case for a while um but right now, because where I'm working and like, I just kind of want to protect my phone a little more because of the chance of, you know, being outside. I don't want to drop it or anything like that. Run over by a lawnmower. Run over by a lawnmower, you know, the usual stuff. So yeah. I, I do yeah. put on a case to protect that it. All Americans have to deal with. Yes. Every single one. Yep. Um, no, I don't. I don't go. I go no cover, but I do go pop sock. Pop I've been socket. rocking the do, pop sock. Do you have a screen while. protector? No, really? I got nothing, man. I feel yeah, like I'm, I'm screen protectors I love the are slickness. There's so much design that was put into just simply the phone mm-hmm. that I feel like it's almost a disgrace to put on a case. I guess it's that. like they they made the phone to be a phone, not to be a case. Like I get that, but also you're supposed to hold the phone. When you think about it, the cases are also a way of like expressing. It, it can be a way of expressing who you are in a way. True. You know, it's you true. can get these cool, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what exactly, but you can find different designs or 
things that you can get put on a case that kind of are part of you, if that makes sense. Um, but yeah, also at the Apple event, they announced two other things, two other kind of type of things. So they announced like an Apple Fitness. I don't really want to dive into talking about this. It's just kind of an update, like a su- superior fitness type of app or, or feature that you can get on the iPad, Apple Watch, and so on. Uh, it's this type of subscription. I mean, I think it's going to be big while people are still at home. So it, it's going to it's going to sell. I think it's available in October. I'm not. I don't really care like, about it. Like what? It's going to give you notifications and say do ten pushups. Well, Oops. it's going to. It's like it's a fitness program. So I think it's on like the health app on the iPhone or the fitness app on the iPhone, and or the iPad, whatever it is. And they give you like workouts. Like Fitbit also has something. It's called like Fitbit Plus, where you have like right. an instructor and you can do certain types of workouts. You can. And, you know, you obviously put in, like, your height and the range, and it'll suggest workouts for you. Stuff like that. So, like, if you had so, your iPad, you prop it up against the wall, and you watch a trainer what? do a workout with you. How the hell does it know my heart rate? What? How the hell would my... Oh, that was well, on June 17th. You would... What? <laughs> Did your iPhone know your heart rate, Connor? My, I think I must have done a workout because my range was 83 to 173, which is not normal. Uh, that is but... not no, 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 that is not normal. <laughs> that is so definitely that's some working out that I did there. But I must have, I just don't get how my iPhone would get my heart rate. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, speaking of heart rate, they also announced new Apple Watches. So they upgraded the Apple Watch Series 5. So they now have the Apple Watch Series 6, which it's not like a major upgrade. The the only things that I really noticed that they added were the addition of the blood oxygen uh, sensor. So now it can get determine your blood oxygen, uh, Mm -hmm. which I guess for like coronavirus season, that's actually not bad, a bad thing to have. Um, And then they also added... There's an always on like altimeter. So if you're hiking or whatever, it always tells you how many feet above sea level you are, which is actually kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. I was hiking. Yeah. Do, do you, does it need internet access for that? Because it, like, nope, I don't, if you're hiking I, a mountain, I don't think no it does. I think it's just like built into the thing. And kind of like how you can have built in GPS. I think this is just like a compass. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And it also well, it has a built in compass as well. So, <laughs> but yeah, built yeah, compass. Built-in altimeter, which is, I think, really cool that they did. I think that's just a feature that people who do use it will really appreciate. Um, and I, I I, mean, I think those are the two main things. Obviously, they made it like a little bit faster. Um, now, but... whenever it comes to working out, I've had a problem with using fitness apps simply because I don't want them to know how fast I am. You feel me? Like, I don't want them to know my workout routine like that's kind of like my personal thing like i do what makes my body feel good i don't do what an app says that i should oh okay that's what you mean yeah i thought you were talking about like i thought you were talking about like uh it does you don't want it to know that oh i'm running right now or well yeah that too but also like like i don't want sometimes i don't want to have the data because I don't like knowing what it is because then I'm just, I'm so self-competitive, like, Mm -hmm. especially whenever I go run, like I, I always, if I have my watch, I know my exact pace usually. 
because I look down at it too much, and I feel much better get, if I go on runs where I just feel it out. So you get right? the, just you like, get distracted by your watch, is what you're saying? Yeah, like I think it takes away from the workout because it makes me think about it too much. Yeah, because then, like, say I I do a good job and I don't and I and I don't look down at the phone. Whenever I finish the run, I'll look at it because it'll be like. Ding, 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 ding. Congratulations. <laughs> that was your fastest 5K. And it's like, shit, now this was my fastest 5K. I could go faster than that. Mm. And it's like, oh, man, now I got this big-ass like race routine that I got to do with myself every single time I pick up my shoelaces, you know? Like, ugh, I'm just not a fan of fitness apps. That's understandable. I mean, I think I, it's- do, I just do what feels good. I just do what feels good. I like, I like looking at the data. I think the data is cool. And I understand. I, I totally understand. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely get where you're coming yeah. from, too. We, you know. Um, but, like, yeah, I'm not in the competitive scene anymore whenever it comes to, like, working out. I'm in the I just want to be healthy scene. I just want to do what I feel is right. I want to do Whatever what, makes what my works body for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I 100% get that. Um, but along, to, uh, so back to the, the watch. So I think it starts at maybe $400. And so they also announced an Apple Watch SE, which is kind of going off the same thing as the iPhone SE. It's a cheaper Apple Watch, and it starts at two seventy nine. It has it's like it's pretty much an Apple Watch Series Five, uh, and just a little bit quicker. So it's actually I would say it's a pretty good deal. The only thing it doesn't have that the Apple Watch Series Six has would be the blood oxygen sensor, and mm-hmm. then the uh, ECG sensor. So it doesn't have those two things. So you're just losing like a couple health features. But in terms of like smartwatch features, it has just as much as the uh, six. So I think I think that's a pretty good, a pretty good uh, deal as well. Yeah, if you're going financial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think cool. they're cool. I, I, so I, I always thought the the Apple watches were cool. The only thing that I th- still think they really need to work on is battery life, if anything. Because they so, they both have about yeah. an eighteen hour life, eighteen hour my, battery life. You know that's not bad, dude. That's not. Bad. I mean, yeah, it, my, it gets you through the day. My laptop, my laptop that I'm talking to you on right now has like an hour and a half long battery life. Which laptop are you talking? You're. I'm on my. I'm on a Lenovo. Your Lenovo, yeah. Yeah, it's really good processing, but like if it's not plugged in, I can't play video games because it's like it's like. The frame rate goes way down if I if I yeah, play video yeah, games yeah. and it's not plugged in. Yeah, I think it's my, my laptop. I have the Surface laptop too. I think it lasts about eight ish hours because I remember I'll just take it on and go lay in my bed and watch like some movies or something. It lasts a good a good bit. Um, but no, I think like eighteen hours is really good for the Apple Watch because it does do a lot more than most other watches. So have and it gets you through the full day, which is good. Right, um, that's what I need. But At I kind of come from a the the perspective that I'm coming from is someone is from someone who uses a Fitbit, and I'm used to having a five to seven day battery life on my watch. Right. Um. So that's why I'm. But I also, yeah, my Fitbit doesn't do nearly as much as the Apple Watch. Do you have like almost like a charging schedule or routine in which like like a certain time of day? Like, do you? Here's a question. Do you leave your phone in overnight? Do you plug it in and leave it there all night? Yeah. You do. That's like, not good for your battery. Well, I put it on a, a wireless charger. 
Well, no, okay. Connor, the the new I don't know what iPhone you have. Like with the iPhone 11, I, I, they probably've had it in for a while. They are kind of built to safely charge up the battery. So I don't know if you've ever noticed this. If you charge your iPhone during the day, it usually won't go up to 100%. Um, and that's because, you know, that that last 25% of a phone battery, that's kind of like the the hard stuff to fill up, I guess. Because when you charge a phone, like 0 to 50, you can get that in 30 minutes easily if you quick charge that. True. Yeah, um, that's true. But yeah, it's that last 25% that is hard to fill up because then you're kind of trying to find the areas in the battery that can take the juice. And so iPhones, at least... <laughs> Layman's terms. <laughs> so so iPhones, they have it. Like, I, you know, I'll see my... I'll put my iPhone on my wireless charger before i go to bed and it'll say your iphone will be at 100 percent by 8 a.m or something like that so it's oh. built in a way to like safely take in this power so it doesn't harm the battery as much it's a, it's like a smart charger kind of it, it knows how to charge smartly right so there are two things that i do in terms of battery with my phone and one is i don't leave it in overnight mm-hmm. um I'll plug it whenever it needs to be charged. Pretty much, that's baseline. It's not like I do it at three o'clock every day. It's just whenever it needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I'll I'll charge it for like ten minutes before I go out. Which, like you said, like it's really easy to get to zero to fifty. Yeah. Um, but I never charge above eighty percent. Never. My phone is at ninety four percent. And here's the thing. I I lied because my phone is currently at oh like Connor full thing. I don't know how I got to this plugged in at some unknown <laughs> time, but but here's the thing is I don't have you might notice if I look, show you it again I don't have the battery percentage on the go. You don't no, have a no percentage life because I don't like stressing over it. I dated dated someone okay okay, and she was very very peculiar about the charge of her phone how much percentage was left she yes and she if she was below 60 percent, she was very anxious and needed to find a charger below 60 percent. i only get anxious once i get to like five percent that i'm like oh I the get, time is coming exactly dude <laughs> exactly like, and i was like this is not good for your battery life yeah like once um, i even once I hit like, you know, I think a lot of people for them, it's 20% because that's when your phone's like, hey, turn on low power battery mode. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'll even be, then I don't turn. Yeah. Like I'll be I'll, watching videos and it'll be like, turn this on. I'm like, okay, here, there you go. It's on now. And then I just keep on going. And then, you know, yeah, I'll say like, like 10%. Brawl Stars, you know? Yeah. From Brawl I, Stars. I'm just like, I'm busy gaming phone. Don't ignore. Don't distract me with this stuff. The only time I'll actually like, if I look at my phone and I'm using it. Like I'm using it, then I won't charge it until like you know five percent, three percent, two percent, two percent. I two percent is you are running to the charger. Like that, that's across the board. No matter if I ever look at my phone and said two percent, I'm charging. You're like, okay, it's time to go. That's the run, run frantically, sort through this mess. And yeah, that that is the one. That is the way. That, because this is the way that's what the very often you will see you will see a iphone last than one percent for a very long i'm impressed sometimes it can go two percent for like 20 iPhones, minutes man. iphones last uh on one percent for a really long time um and i think what what was it that i read 
that I, I heard someone talking about. The, the thing about the lithium batteries, where once your phone gets like 0% on the phone, it still technically has like 40% because you, you don't want to let those kind of batteries get below a certain right. point or like they explode. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think that might be part of the reason why 1% always lasts so long because the phone's like, we'll give you a little extra juice, but you know, your time is coming, coming to an end. Okay, Paul, can I, uh, can I challenge you here for a second? Okay. I got I just drank a cup of coffee and it was more of a big one and I got to go potty. Can you monologue for while I pee? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty good. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty good. Good luck. Monologuing. Good luck. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, while Connor heads off to the bathroom, I'm going to tell you about something that I, I recently did. And that something is buying a bunch of candy. I actually just bought a ton of candy. You see, sometimes I, I get these sugar, sugar, sugary cravings, okay? And I just want to buy a bunch of candy. I get like $10 worth of candy. So I went, I, I did, I went to the grocery store the other night and I bought, I bought a thing of Tic Tacs. I bought a bag of Blow Pops. I bought, I don't know, I don't know how, where all these are, but they're, they're the, you know, like the, the Tootsie Pops, but they're not on a stick. They're called Tootsie Pop Drops. So they're like, they're, they're like the Tootsie Pops, but they're smaller and you just put them in your mouth and they're, they're really, they're really good. And then I also bought the, I'll tell you what, Paul, some, you're ahead of the game. I'm I also, back. I also, bought, I heard that whole thing. I also bought a root, some root beer candies. Cause I, you can never pass up on the root beer candies. Paul, you're ahead of the game. Halloween is right around the corner, but it's not panic and get candy yeah yeah you know you don't got those october candy prices yet see yeah you know that that's when they really start start heading up so i'm i'm ahead of the curve right now that's good i usually only buy my ruben and i will buy dark chocolate that's all we do is buy dark 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 chocolate at trader joe's and I'll only have like one little, actually, I'll usually go like three little squares. Mm-hmm. Dark um, chocolate's very good. I love dark chocolate. With almonds too. I, so, I gotta like, I'm trying to get ripped, dude. <laughs> Not yeah. like ripped, ripped, but like toned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my goal right now. I've been doing yoga and shit. Yoga's Ooh. wild. I've never done yoga, so. <laughs> um, It's wild. Yeah, my, I got... it, it's helps because I've done a lot of dance in my life and yoga's. Really... Mm-hmm. Now, yes, that's a little off topic, a little but bit. techness, techness, yes, tech. Back to back to tech. So I want to talk about. I want to talk about YouTube and I want to talk about TikTok. Okay, okay. Let's hear. So it. these two things, I really enjoy making things. And I have lots of ideas for like videos and things. Yep. But here's the thing. I am not an editor in any regard. Because mm-hmm. I'm not good at tech things. Like I understand how tech things work. I can navigate through Microsoft Excel. Excel. I can send emails. But whenever it comes to like recording podcasts, I can't figure that shit out. And, and like I watch these things like I watch... 
I don't know, something about watching tutorial computer things mm-hmm. makes me absolutely so bored that yeah, the pro- like it literally just processes through my head. So, Paul, how does how do I become TikTok famous if I don't put in any effort to edit my videos? So, well, here's here's the first thing I'm going to say is that I'm not really a great editor either. Uh, and I even make videos for, you know, YouTube. you, you, I mean, you're way better at editing than I am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, it, I, my experience are like very limited, uh, but TikTok famous. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm not necessarily trying to get fi- TikTok famous, but like if they paid me, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> Yipes. <laughs> Yipes! Yipes! This freaking, this this website's crazy. But you see, usually what I do is cold turkey, and and whenever I post on YouTube, it's cold turkey videos, very cold turkey. Yeah, I mean those are they're not bad. I I don't think cold turkey type type of videos are bad, and you know, there's people who enjoy those. I agree with that. I think so too. I I just I think that you know, in terms of like you know, building an audience. Like it's only gonna Are work you thinking if you want if like more jump cuts is that because I I mean I watch well, the biggest thing I want to do is a jump cut between like a dialogue kind of thing and then have the audio power through do you, you know what I'm saying like yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. they'll cut in the middle of a line into this new shot and I have no clue how to and like the second shot you're not talking TikTok. in you're just showing something right. Yeah, it's like the second shot, like, is the other person in the conversation reacting to what they're saying? Okay, okay. So I kind of just started experimenting with that, mm-hmm. um, with that with a certain app I use. The app I use is called InShot to to do my edits. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're able, and I, I mean, I would try this out on iMovie because I'm sure you might. Because I, you know, oh, I don't know iMovie deserves a lot more credit than I think it gets because iMovie is very solid uh, in terms of so, edit, like for starting I've off only editing. used Yeah, I've only used iMovie on my iPad, but I got a MacBook. Yeah, I mean, iMovie is... Is it like pre-downloaded? I do not know because like I said, I don't, I, don't, I don't own MacBook. But iMovie, I mean, what you need to do when, a, when you're editing it, you need to find a way to uh, extract the audio from the video right oh once you extract the audio from the video then you can kind of do whatever you want you know so if you want to split a video keep the audio in the same then remove a part of video put a different kind of video over it with the same audio from the first video you could do that but yeah i'm sure i'm guessing iMovie probably has something like that But yeah, I do I do a lot of my editing on my phone when it comes to my videos, which is kind of a pain, but it's all I know at the moment. And then I do I edit the podcast on the web browser that I uploaded on, which is Anchor. I like it. You know, I just oh, keep, okay. it, keep it straight. You know. Did you get that that TikTok that I sent you? Yeah, I did see the TikTok you sent me. What do you think? I think it's, I mean, I think it's a good tip, 
but it's, it, it would require a lot of editing. It would require a you lot know? of editing, and I don't do a lot of editing for this show. I for this show, what I really just do is I at the beginning, I I cut out the parts for the you know where the intro music goes in, and I go to the end and I plug in the outro music, and that's about it. Now, if like something were to happen in the middle of the show, you know, if if you know technical error where we don't talk for a minute or two or i need to insert something i usually and you usually see me do this is i type the minute in the discord and then i can go find it and edit it then yeah we are really um lifting the veil in this episode we're exposing it all Uh (laughs) uh-huh yeah i mean i think start like for starting a podcast it's it's one of the it's it's a lot easier than i thought it was because especially i mean i guess with doing it through anchor it was a lot easier than i thought it was because with anchor i was literally just able to in anchor you can just start recording and then you upload that that if you want to make it that simple you can yeah i've done that before yeah and the other nice thing about anchor i mean if you even if you don't have a microphone you can get the app on your phone and just record using the phone mic and the phone mic is i mean it keeps on getting better every year it's not true it's not that bad uh that's true and i know ios 14 just came out and i mean i've been using the beta for a while and they have a new feature in the voice memos app where you can kind of edit it to to noise cancel all the background noise so then it the oh, audio sounds and really it does good. like an auto it does like an auto edit for you auto noise canceling for you yeah through the software so yeah i mean it just keeps on getting easier and easier um so yeah i mean starting the podcast was was something i know when i started i did want to have some some better sound quality so i did buy a microphone and i also bought it kind of mm-hmm. thinking oh i yeah, i mean i play a lot of video games and stuff online anyway so why not just have my voice sound better mm-hmm. and i think i i mean i i think in the long run i've it's paid off just getting the nicer microphone yeah i um, i bought this microphone like a year ago and that reminds me paul i bought it to get on this podcast so i almost you I, did. I don't know when my first episode was but f- i've been on this for about a year i can find out yeah because i remember um and yeah like i mean connor and i both have the yeti uh Mm -hmm. blue yeti blue the blue yeti and but the thing is the yeti also makes cheaper versions i know there's the yeti snowball which is about 50 dollars, and it's also pretty solid yeah the the blue the blue yeti is about uh i think 130 if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. 130 133 okay Connor, wait you... 130 yeah, that's yeah yeah so Connor, you came on the show episode 22 which would have been september 22nd 2019 bro it's september 18th wait when will this show come out this this episode i i think it's before them it comes out the 20th okay all right so we're almost on, pretty... we're almost on your one year anniversary connor one year anniversary 
we also got yeah we got some exciting we got news some as far we got sh- some shows big, coming up yeah we got some fun shows coming up you know to do you want to do you want to run the numbers by him some 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 nice little i can do the that. projected timeline of our podcast yes i i can definitely do that i gotta let me just hop over to our chat so i can i can see what we got uh so yeah connor connor and i we got some fun fun big episodes coming up uh such as episode 100 which uh is expected to come out november 8th so that's gonna be fun we're, we're already starting to plan that one out and we're excited for that one also episode 97 is gonna be a little special because we're it's going to be a Wednesday episode. It's going to come out on October 21st, hopefully. And it's going to be where I'm reuniting with Paul, John, and, and Fanton to recreate the original Beefless Burger episode. <laughs> okay. Um, and You guys so, are going to make your own Beefless Burgers? Well, no, 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 no. So, so, and the reason why I'm choosing episode 97 is because episode 97 is 100 episodes away from the Beefless Burger episode. Uh, because for those of you who don't know we did have three alpha beta. episodes beta ap- alpha yeah, episode. beta alpha i forget which one i call them but they were you know just kind of pre pre show episodes and so 97 is 100 from the beefless burger so it's the beefless burger 100 episode anniversary and yeah what we're going to try to do and i'm just going to say this now so you can all look forward to it we are going to try and completely recreate word for word the beefless burger episode without going back without going back and listening to it okay okay cool (laughs) so we're off it's it's been hold your same opinions like like do you think if you we're gonna i'm gonna connor i'm gonna try my best just to like say what i think i would it's kind of like the game of telephone where that that episode i think it's happened over two years ago by now i don't know Mm -hmm. that's actually sounds crazy no it's not two years Two years, maybe no, no a year and a half. Maybe it was maybe like a year and a half. December oh, twenty eighteen. Okay, it's been yeah. It, nope, it's it's been two years. Uh, September second, twenty eighteen was when that episode came out. Oh wow, that is crazy, bro. This is a two year running project. At this yeah, point. yeah. Um, That's cool. But yeah, it's like a, a long game of telephone. Uh, so we're not gonna go back and listen to it. But Paul, John, uh, Austin, and I, we're going to try to, like, talk about the Beefless Burger the same way that we would have two years ago. We're going to try our best. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so you can look forward to that. Yeah, that looks like, yeah, it sounds like fun. But, yeah, we got some fun stuff coming up. Um, anyway, I got I got one last thing I want to talk about before we get on to the Would You Rather. Uh, and that's folding phones. I talked about this before. And now I'm talking about again because we're getting the generation two of the folding phones, all the all the upgrades coming in. And so you have the Samsung Galaxy Fold 2, the Razer 2, and the other big one is actually the Duo. Is it called the Duo? I think it's called the Microsoft Duo. Um, and those are kind of the three big folding phones you're getting now. And so... The Samsung one looks really, really good at the moment. You you still have you can still view the crease when you do open up the phone. So the Samsung Fold is kind of like a book where the front cover it does have a screen 
and the screen is actually a lot better than it was the previous year. It's a, a pretty, it's it's a lot slimmer than a normal iPhone or phone screen, but it is a full screen, so it's nice. And then you can open up the phone to present a bigger, like I think it's like a seven inch screen. Uh, but it is still, I think it's still two thousand dollars, which is kind of where where I'm very. Uh, I still question it at two thousand dollars, and I'm still waiting for them to get them down to hopefully a normal phone price of. Eight hundred, nine hundred, a thousand dollars, and then maybe they'll start becoming ma- more mainstream. Um, the other, the other folding phone is the Razer Two. Now, the Razer Two was the one that brought back a lot of nostalgia for people because it was pretty much a replica of the original Razer phone, just smart, smartified. I guess it, it was a smartphone now, where it had a little baby mini f- screen on the front, and then you could open it up like the original Razer to present a normal size phone. So. The the only thing that I the only reason why I don't think the new Razer phone is the best is because well first off the up updates that they did from the original weren't the best so the internals and the camera are still all pretty bad on it and I know it's also over well over a thousand dollars which is expensive but also I think the point of these folding phones is to go from a normal sized what we know of smartphone now and to open it up to this larger tablet sized device. While mm-hmm. with the raised, you're going from this really tiny screen to a normal size smartphone. So I just don't think it's worth it. it because, you know, you have the Samsung phone, you have the regular, you have the regular looking smartphone when it's closed. And then you open up and you get this really cool big device where you can, you know, do a lot of stuff on. So right. I, I just, I think, I mean, I think it's cool what Razer is doing, but I just don't think that's the point of the new, the updated flip phones, I guess. Right. And then Microsoft Now Apple's never made any flip. I feel like Apple's working on one that might come out in like 2 or 3 years. Hmm. But yeah, they won't they won't release one cuz it's a very new kind of device. And Apple's never been the first to hop on to something like that. Hmm. Um now Microsoft's and Microsoft's this is their first Android phone that they've ever released. This is their new Duo flip phone type of thing and this one is interesting because there's no screen on the outside when it is closed so you open it and it's a 360 hinge so you can flip it all the way around you can do whatever and the thing that's different about this phone is the fact that it's not a like continuous big screen so the samsung and the razor phone they're folding the screen it's a plastic type of screen and it actually folds the screen and you open it up and it presents this really big screen well, with the Microsoft's phone, they're two separate glass screens, and you just kind of shut them and open them. And I think this, I this, you know, approach. This is looks. It looks weird because it 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 has like iPad level. iPad level. You know, like, what? It's like as big as an iPad. It's mini. very big. Yes, that's the that that is one thing that I I definitely immediately notice is that's very big. And also, like, the, how are you going to talk on the phone? Do you have to like hold? Yeah, hold you're holding this big up this your... big thing up to your phone. Um, uh, I I see this being more of like a business type of you know machine because <laughs> I think I think that the fact that the two screens are separated and they're not actually connected like the other folding phones is very mm-hmm. convenient because then you can actually have two apps opened on either side. And one really okay. cool thing they did 
is you can combine two apps to create an icon on your phone. And if you tap this app, like this icon, it opens two apps immediately for you. So you could click on it and it opens like the web browser and Gmail or right. whatever. And it's, that, right. it seems like a really cool feature. Um, also, I think Microsoft kind of knows what's up right now because I, I do, like I said, with most of the folding phones that are actually folding the screens, you do have these creases in the phones and they don't look the best. I mean, you, you can see them if you look for them. And I think Microsoft doing this just two separate screen approach is kind of the smart move right now until they've kind of perfected the actual the seam the seamlessness seam yeah 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 so, so I th- I think it's kind of cool what they're doing now now the I really like the idea that you're presenting here because you're talking about um, the multitasking on it mm-hmm. now I feel like especially with the university, everything academically related or business related seems to revolve around computers. Yeah. yeah. So much so that professors will be like, you should not have your phones out in class and don't do yeah, this at all. That's which crazy. I understand. I understand because for most kids, a phone is like a play place. Yeah. There are so many, like I do so much academic shit on my phone it's oh, kind of yeah. ridiculous. It, it's it's ridiculous to think that like I can't take notes on, or that I can't like, like it, it's literally a computer in your pocket. Like, why can't I write a paper on this? But the problem is like Microsoft Word is not compatible with this at all. And then professors will only take Microsoft Word. Yeah, and that's, it's that's like I could be very unfair. I, think. I could be lying in my bed. Like it's so the convenience at which it to do work changes the ability in which that you can get it done at an insurmountable rate because sometimes I'll just be on my phone and I'll be like, all right, it is time to send an email to somebody. I'm doing it right here, right now. In my I don't bed. care if there are, I don't care if there are t- topographical errors. It's topographical. What is that? I, everyone always apologizes in emails if it's from a phone. Cause they're like, sorry, I, uh, for any typos. And it's like, bro, you'd still make the typos if you're on a computer. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I just I don't get it. I don't get and, and like this is the same with like phone games. There's there's just not a they. It's like they don't think there's a market for it, or they they don't set up the the market that it deserves because it is so tap not potential in which it has is not being reached in any sort of way. Like a student, I think a college student should be able to survive their entire experience just on their phone. They shouldn't need a laptop. Mm-hmm. Or, or like you know... a phone is sufficient. I or like we talked about just getting an iPad. You know, professors, even if they would just see an iPad, they're still like, okay, why don't you have a laptop, though? Like, it, it, they almost make it as if, if you don't have a laptop, you're not going to be able to get through college. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. And we've talked about that before with the iPad Pro. Like, is that a suitable replacement? And I think mm-hmm. yes. And, and, and I think and the read, iPad Air could definitely do it now. I've read books. Um, I know in, like, John Green's newest book, Turtles All the Way Down, there's a character who does all of their work on their phone. Because it's all they can afford. Like, because mm-hmm. phones are, in in society today, they are essential. That like, if, you, if you want to... Mm-hmm. If you want to communicate at the level in which everyone else does 
yeah, like like just the functionality of our society revolves around phones so much that it's really kind of insulting, I would say, to think that like they're only a play place. Because like even with things like TikTok, I go into TikTok and I freaking I watched a college lex- lecture on TikTok the other day. What? How crazy is that, right? That is, How crazy yeah, is that? no, that is insane. Yeah, like there is educational TikTok. That's a thing. Yeah. And that, that, I just yeah. don't think that people, especially like highbrow uh, acad- academia, thinks that <laughs> this is such a detriment into our brains, which I think there's, you know, there's a lot of study that hasn't been done as far as like, our dopamine feedback loops and just mm-hmm. having attention spans like like one of my concerns with doing cold cold vi- videos on tiktok or on youtube is that no one will watch it because nobody has the attention span nobody yeah. has the attention span to read books anymore i watched this tiktok about there's this girl probably like 13 years old and she was like yeah i uh I'm reading a book right now and it's pretty much just like a really long Instagram post, like an Instagram <laughs> caption, but it's more boring because there are no emojis. And I was like, that is so true because like, if you think about like our attention span, um, you know, especially if younger kids, if you think about like what, like you have to throw something at them if you want to get their attention span. Yeah. Like ser- serenity is no longer enticing like calming things or mm-hmm. relaxation is it not doesn't what exist views. anymore it doesn't get views it does not give yeah yeah that's so i guess what i'm taking away from this is when i write a book i'm using emojis like there's there's no doubt that there will be emojis in that either book. either emojis are just art illustrations you know like yeah. i i mean i remember reading you know lord of the rings and they'll have you know the occasional like drawing of something and i'm like that's so cool that's just so cool but pictures are a game changer like i didn't do my uh black studies homework uh for lecture the other day and we had to read a lot um but Mm. luckily there are figures and i could just skim and look at the pictures and i got a lot of it so pictures are great i love pictures they can be very helpful yeah yeah pictures are really nice um, and like, big reason why nobody's re- reading Bill- William Blake anymore is because like that guy talks funny and he doesn't <laughs> use emojis. You know, like yeah, you, you didn't really have the ability back then, but <laughs> still, yeah. Like I I don't think because I'll use emojis in the emails. I'll use emojis all the time, all the. Mm-hmm. I think I think they are. There's going to be a turning point in which emojis are acceptable in higher academia like think if mark twain had emojis like the kind of shit that he could write would be sweet <laughs> yeah like you've read I mean, huck right. finn. like you've read huck finn and his ability to like capture a uh, a dialect is incredible really remarkable yeah and think about if he had like, emojis capturing the the dialect of a 13 year old middle school girl living in uh kansas you know like in mm-hmm. suburban kansas that that's something that we don't see in literature right now that we do see on social media 
and this is something that I've said before, and I don't think people believe me when I say it, is that like Twitter is the hub of poetry right now. If you want to understand social con- conscience and like sentence structure, you need to be on Twitter because that is how people text. It's how people talk nowadays. And yep. yeah, that's just, I think it's really important that I don't think enough authors are mindful of that. They're just kind of like holding on to this, this, this nostalgia yeah. that is this not idea. even part of their generation. Yeah, That's where I am. That's where I am. Do you have a would you rather question? I do. Yeah, you want it? That's a, that's a yeah. pretty quick, quick one. Would you rather only be able to eat spaghetti with a spoon or always have to eat pizza with a fork? So I, I, whatever I choose, no other utensils, right? Yeah, it's one or the other. It's it's either always like I have can't to eat. Also use a knife. Nope, nope. It's either okay. always eat that delicious hand pizza that you want to just grab and and grab it with your hands, but you get, now you always got to eat it with a fork. Or you take that spaghetti and you throw away this fork and you just use a spoon instead. So I want to err on the side of caution here. Because finger food is not sanitary, my friend. Okay. <laughs> and I use more than one fork. Yeah, sure. Then I'm going with the pizza fork. Pizza fork. <laughs> pizza sure. fork. Pizza fork food. My favorite kind. Pizza fork food. Because I'm not going to be able to swirl spaghetti with just a spoon. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to get into my mouth? Dude, it'd and be then crazy. And I, I was thinking, oh, I'll just have penne instead. But it's like. You still don't want to eat like, that with a spoon. Right, like penny isn't spaghetti. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't I, know. I agree with you. I'd probably, because I'm already. You didn't ask about penny. You asked about spaghetti. I did ask about spaghetti. Yeah, I eat pizza with a uh, fork every now and then anyway, so I could get used to it. This Chicago I mean, deep dish isn't, like, you know, is fork friendly. Yeah. I mean, I'd be upset not to be able to just grab pizza and eat it anymore, but I'd, I could germs. Germs, I could do man. It. Germs are nasties. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope quarantine is also turning everyone into a germaphobe, like how it has done for me. And yes. I hope that you wash your hands enough that you cut them because they're dry, which is what I've been doing. And I need <laughs> lotion. So if you have a lotion, please send me some lotion. My address is 1042 West George Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60657. Now that is, <laughs> Ooh, I don't know what you'll do with that. Um, send like me some, send me some lotion. Send me some, if you can send me some lotion, that'd be tight. Um, if you're what, listening in the future, my lease ends on September, 2021. So after that date, please no longer send lotion to this address. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone like, living like in twenty years, someone l- listens to this podcast and is like, "Oh, I'm going to send Connor some lotion." <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It could be. It could be out there. If you're the twenty year from now listener, I have so much interest in what you think about the world and w- things that have happened to the world since now. Yeah, tell me what folding phones are doing. <laughs> tell me what fold- folding phones. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we will talk. And to I you. really want to know what public bathrooms. Look like. 
Okay, thank you, time capsule questions. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's all we got. Yep, it was we a will, pleasure. Yeah, it was fun. We will uh, talk to you all, all you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, bye-bye. Take care. And brush your hair. And brush your hair.